0: So, there's one big question that I really want to talk about today, and that is, what should we be doing for Lent? Our Gospel reading today is all about Jesus' temptation in the desert. Now, when Jesus was tempted, his responses were, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. You shall not put the Lord your God to the test, and you shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Interestingly, all three responses taken from Israel's time in the wilderness. The Israelites had their baptism when they were fleeing Egypt and they got to the Red Sea. When the Red Sea parted and they walked Across it. That was their baptism into their new life. Then they spent 40 years in the wilderness being tested. After Jesus' baptism, which is right before the gospel reading we heard this morning, he must now also enter the wilderness for 40 days rather than 40 years. But those 40 days pass. And he's hungry He's thirsty. He's weary. And it's this moment at which he's truly tested. It wasn't when he was going through the 40 days. It wasn't when he was starting to get weary, starting to get tired. It's when the 40 days are over and he is at his weakest. And something that is certainly something we need to remember, that we don't get tested when it's the easiest time for us. Often we get tested at the worst possible time for us. but The difference between the Israelites and Jesus was that Jesus passed every test that he was given. So first of all, I want to talk about giving up. That first quote that Jesus uses, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Now bread here is symbolizing Everything that we need to survive physically. The things that keep us alive, that keep us ticking, that keep us breathing and metabolizing and just going in general. But what does that mean to just survive physically? Without surviving spiritually through God, what can we be and where will we be? Some people would describe life without God's presence as the very definition of what hell would be. Somewhere that God does not exist. So yes, man needs bread to live. He needs all the things that keep him alive. But he does need God even more. At Lent, by giving something up, by giving up one of these things that we need, or we think we need, we're saying that nothing is more important to us than God. We can give up anything as long as we don't have to give up God. It may be an inconvenience to us, it may be difficult to do, and I'm sure we might get home in two weeks' time. And I know I certainly have felt this and think, Oh, if I could just have a nice cup of, or a nice plate of, or perhaps a nice bar of something, then I'd feel better. I'd I'd feel refreshed. My worries from the day would be gone, and I'd be able to be happier. I mean, after all, I deserve it, don't I? I've had a hard day. But by giving that something up, we say that we are not ruled by that something, that it's not the most important thing in our lives. I was planning on talking to you a bit earlier in the service about what we've given up for Lent so we could all share, but then, with the help of God and with a good friend of mine, I realised something very important. In Matthew, just a bit further on from where we are in the Sermon on the Mount, what does Jesus say about fasting? Jesus' very own rule for fasting, don't tell anybody, don't act any different, so that no one even knows that you're fasting or giving something up. How many times have we heard during Lent those conversations go on about, oh, my Lent's going to be so hard, I know you're giving up that, but I mean, have you not heard what I'm giving up for Lent this year? How difficult is it going to be for me? Come on now. As soon as we hear it, Sometimes we're part of it. So that is the one thing that I want us all to give up for Lent this year. I want you to give up telling people what you're giving up. Because then it's only your Father in Heaven who can see what you're doing. Only your Father in Heaven who can reward you. I've talked before here about Treasures that we lay up for ourselves. Treasures on earth and treasures in heaven. As Jesus said, the hypocrites will get their treasures now on earth because people will pity them and say, oh, you must have it so hard giving up a chocolate for Lent or, or something like that. If we hold on for that treasure in heaven, then the reward will be much, much greater. So as well as giving up, we must also be taking up more of God. The second thing, or the third thing rather, that Jesus says in response to temptation, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. I'm going to go right back to the Beatitudes again and straight after, or rather just after the Beatitudes, the Sermon on the Mount, to look at Matthew 6 once more. Jesus says, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. We cannot serve two masters. We cannot serve all our body's needs and serve God at the same time. Or perhaps I could put it this way We are all addicted to certain things in our lives whether it's something we know about or something we haven't even realised. But there are things that we do, eat, drink, say, every single day. It could be something as simple and silly sounding as having a cup of tea. Sometimes if we miss it in the morning, by the evening, we feel that need to have that cup of tea. We are addicted. And we cannot be addicted to God whilst we're addicted to those other things as well. He's the only thing that we should have to have every single day without fail. We cannot serve both masters. So is Lent a time for us to stop sinning, to give up those sins that we commit that take us further from God? Sounds great, but there are two things wrong with that. Number one, Saying that we would give up something for Lent is implying that then we would take it back up straight after Lent, willingly. And of course, that's not something that we're trying to do with sin. But most importantly, number two, we can't. We are human, and therefore we sin. It's a simple equation. But that doesn't mean that we accept that and sin all the more, knowing that grace abounds or the more, to use the words of Paul. But rather, we need to accept that we sin no matter how hard we try, and that because of that, we need God. Whatever we give up will leave a gap in our lives, and we need to fill that gap with more of God, with more time with God, whether it be through Bible study or prayer, or something else. We need to spend that time with God. Why? Because giving up something without taking up more of God serves little purpose to our spiritual well-being. But also because fasting is tough. Because we will have times when we are tempted Jesus had times when he was tempted in the wilderness as we heard. We will need strength from somewhere to help us because we are not strong enough on our own. This is where we need to look again closely at our Bible readings from today for inspiration and help. When that temptation comes, as it inevitably will, What will our response be? First of all, to look at our reading from Romans. In this reading, we see Paul documenting those two great phases of human history, sin and life, both through one man, different men, but just one man. Sin through Adam, but then life through Christ. And it's that redemption, a new life that we get through Christ that we must cling to when we are tempted. We must keep our eyes on the prize. And I suppose you could say that and you could imagine that the prize is at the end of Lent. Easter day, the resurrection of our Lord, our sins forgiven, a risen Christ, a forgiven people, and a reason to resist temptation. Secondly, I wanted to look at the best example of all of how to deal with temptation. It's quite simply Jesus' response to it. In our reading from Matthew, we had three statements from Jesus. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. You shall not put the Lord your God to the test, and you shall worship the Lord your God... And him only shall you serve. Now, yes, of course, the words that he is speaking are important and the scriptures are relevant, but to his situation, there and then. The more important thing to take from this is that Jesus' response is the Word of God. There is no better response to evil and temptation than to use God's Word. From God's book. So, how can we respond with the word? Well, we just need to know it. Modern digital Bibles are fantastic for searching for a topic, a keyword, a theme, but when it comes to that moment, the devil is not going to stop and wait for you to type in your search, filter your results, find your answer, and then respond as Jesus did, a good, well-brought-up Jewish boy, you need to know your scripture. So read your Bible. Challenge yourself to be reading even more every day. As I said, if you're going to be giving something up for Lent, then there's extra time there. So use it to be filling it with God. Pray more. In those same extra time slots, Pray for discernment, for knowledge, for wisdom. The scripture is our weapon against the devil. Pray to know how to wield it. Prepare for battle. To again use the words of Paul, and this time from the letter to the Ephesians, put on the armour of God. Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, And we complete our fast. We're all done until next year. We can leave it until this time next year, can't we? But is fasting just a lengthening? For some people, it's become that. But I urge you not to think inside this particular box, don't confine yourself in your offering to God. Fasting and preparation, approach, expectance, all go hand in hand. That's why we do them in the run-up to Easter. But if fasting goes hand in hand with preparation, approach, expectance, then rather than eating chocolate every day, why not fast for Advent? Why not fast just because it's July, and you think you need to refocus yourself on getting more of God. So, back to the big question from the start What should we be doing for Lent? Give up something that you love. Take up more of God through reading Scripture and praying more. And respond to the testing that you get with the Word of God. Give up, take up, Word. What else does this sound like in our faith? Repentance. (coughs) Faith. Word. Amen.